All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, how are y'all doing? How are y'all doing? This is your man Orlando Page on RYC Praise News Live with Poetic Goddess. Uh, this young lady, as you can see, you see her face right there, got her front and center in the hot seat. Man, <laughs> this young lady is, I believe, the only poet signed to rapture ready productions the the original rapture ready productions then you have north side so i believe north side there's a couple of artists that um are poets as well but she is the first artist that was signed to rapture ready productions under um jay dunn and man i'm telling you this young lady has exploded onto the scene she's done a little bit of everything um i believe and she can correct me if i'm wrong i believe it's been about what three years since you've been signed yeah that's that's correct three years okay 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 see look at that i keep telling <laughs> see i keep telling artists that i keep up with y'all y'all think people aren't keeping up with you all and what you all are doing. There's somebody out there like myself that is keeping up with everything that you all are doing. I appreciate it. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> not a problem. Not a problem. Uh, and before we go any further, man, I just got to let you know, man, your album that you, that you put out inadequate in purpose is is dope i mean that was something that i was like wow the way that y'all mixed it up i mean i've heard poets do certain albums like this but but not quite on this level and the way that you mixed it up with some of the artists um on the label i really thought that was outstanding um so we'll get a little bit deeper into that a little bit later but um i want you to let the folks know what city are you repping I am repping Baton Rouge, and that is in Louisiana. So yeah, down south. <laughs> all right, all right. There you go. There you go. I've had you on the show uh, before, uh, years ago, about maybe about two years ago, a year and a half ago, mm -hmm. or something like that. And everything when I was um, with um, Slim Feezy and all the gang and everything. So shout out to Slim Feezy and all my brothers out there, man. So uh, I like this setup, though. I like this setup. I like. I like how I can put the artist right there in the spotlight, put you on the front seat. Nobody needs to worry about how I look or who I am. <laughs> you know, they're, they're here for you. They're here for the artist. They're here to learn more about you and, and what God has done in your life. So that's basically, you know, the whole um, thing behind this type of setup, this type of show on RYC now. Um so let the folks know since the last time you've been on the show, what have you been doing yourself, Poetic Goddess? Um, so since the last time I've been on the show, um, I actually dropped a single after being on the show. So I dropped Vision. And after that, I um, dropped Inadequate in Purpose, the EP. And so that came out um, last year. And outside of that, just been having a chance to um, do some performances locally um, and just record some videos, been doing a lot of writing, been in and out of the studio um, with COVID, had a lot of downtime. So I was more so um, doing writing and recording really at home. Um, I don't really have like a whole studio set up, so it's more so like on my phone, but definitely had a time, a lot of time to really write and um, reflect and get in my bag, so to speak. 
and um really just look at myself as an artist but also kind of have that separation from the person and the artist and then mm. find a way to mesh the two. Now, see, I love that you brought that up because one, one day on Facebook, that was one of my questions to some of the artists and some people answered it. You know, you know how Facebook is. Some people answer, some people won't. It's all good. But, <laughs> but um, that was one of the questions that I had on Facebook is how do you separate your ministries? Because a lot of people do not, I don't, I really don't, don't know the reason why they don't, but a lot of people do not look at every aspect as, of their lives as being a separate ministry, especially mm -hmm. if you're a believer, because I believe that it is. If you're a, if you're a husband, then you and your wife, you have that ministry. If mm -hmm. you have children, then yourself and your kids, you have that combination, you know, right. that you need to make sure that they're good. And then you have yourself and then you have your job and things of that nature. So with yourself, like you just said, trying to split it into you being an artist and, you know, having your personal life, things of that nature, do you find it, especially now with COVID and stuff, did you find it um, colliding more together since you had so much time on your hand? You're like, oh, man, I can go ahead and write, but I need to be taking care of this around the house, too. Yeah, so I'll agree with you where I say that I do feel like it's separate. Now, don't get me wrong. There will be instances where they do all work together. But um, it is it is separate because it's, it's separate situations. I mean, you're not a different person, but how you um operate in each you know department or situation um it's not going to always be the same the way that you respond to things is not going to always be the same um i won't necessarily say that it collided um mm. there were a lot of times where i was not writing um where i really was more so focused on the transition of working from home i started working from home i couldn't go to the office anymore and so the the kids are at home more because they couldn't go to school and so it was just a lot of noise and a lot of moving pieces and um a lot more attention that needed to be given in certain spaces because i didn't have that separation where i'm at work they're at school and so there's kind of that you know break in between um it's just like a 24 hour seven day a week type thing and you don't really notice how much time that you do spend away from your kids when you're working and they're going to school um until you're put in a situation where you can't and so i wasn't always writing i did have more time to kind of you know ease in some writing there without the ripping and running back and forth um but i wouldn't say that it collides some things i did have to put down because more things needed my attention which I can understand that. I can understand that definitely because I, I have a lot of friends and my business partner uh, within my company and everything. She has uh, children and a husband and stuff. So the thing about it is it's like, OK, you you have to spend time with with them and you also have to figure out, OK, what can I do far as my business and what can I do far as for myself now? just asking you for us for yourself not even poetic goddess just you yourself 
what do you do to to try to unwind and just get you some you time? Um, so for me, just being totally transparent, I'm one of those people that oftentimes I put myself last. And so finding time for me, a lot of times is just difficult for myself. Um, when I do find time for myself, I notice that if I'm not like writing, then I'm trying to steal away some time to sleep or something like that. So <laughs> it's not often that I'm like, you know what, I'm going to dedicate this part of the time to myself. I'm trying to get better at it. And it's something that I've been prayerful about, like just taking some time for me instead of always putting myself on the back burner. But that's something that just kind of um, just kind of transcended through just life. Like I've just mm -hmm. kind of always been that person, like putting myself on the back burner, putting people before myself, putting myself in a corner, so to speak kind of trying to be the hidden person in the room. And, right. um, yeah. And, and in this season and the last one, um, God has really just been moving me in areas where it's like, it's, it's more so about you now, but it's still not about you. It's about what <laughs> I want you to do for me. But in order for you to do this for me, it's like, I need you to start putting some more time into yourself and into your talents, into your gifts so that you can do my work. Right. Right. Amen. Amen. Now, um, most, most of the time we're, our mannerisms and things of that nature come from how we were raised and who we were raised by. So do you think that feeling had anything to do with uh, either your mom or your dad or your auntie or your uncle felt like, you know, oh, they put themselves first to take care of the family or take care of us. So this is the trait that I picked up. Um, Definitely, definitely. I definitely watched my mom and my grandmother like just be that rock, be mm. that person that's just like, go, go, go. Like I have to do this for my family. Like I'm holding the family together. And so I saw a lot of strong women that were basically like just doing it all. Mm -hmm. And I definitely would say that I took on some of those traits. Um, and in a, in a, in a instance, it's good. And in some other ways, it's not because you come to a point where you don't really um, allow people to play the part that they're supposed to in your life because you're trying to do everything because you're used to, I have to be the one to be strong and take on everything and take all these hits and blows and still push. Mm. And, um, that's, that's sometimes not always a good thing because for myself, it, um, it created a issue of dependency when it came to God. And I was more so dependent on self than dependent on him. Mm. And he really took me through um, an area and a season where it was like, you're going to have to be dependent on me. Like, you don't have a choice. Like, there's no outside resources. All the stuff that you think you can do in your own power, it's going to fall short because you have to realize that I'm the source. And so 
coming to that realization and just relinquishing everything and like, okay, God, I'm going to let you do it all because I'm tired of trying to do it myself and in my own power. <laughs> it's so much relief. I was, um, we do Bible study virtually still. And I was telling them this past Wednesday, I'm like, y'all, once I fully surrendered and gave everything to God, and was like, look, I'm not about to kill myself and struggle to do this stuff anymore. There has been so much freedom. I feel so free. I'm like, I'm not even worrying about it. Like, scripture mm. says not to worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has enough trouble in itself. I'm not even thinking past the next hour <laughs> because I trust him because I know what it is that he can do. And he can do more than what I know and even what I think. And just having that security and that understanding, it has freed me in so many ways that I'm starting to let go of those patterns of having to be the strong woman or having to be the strong black woman because that's what I saw the women before me do. Because I want the women after me to know that, yes, you should be strong, but you have a creator that has so much more strength in you that will carry you through your areas of weakness. And it's mm. okay to be weak, it, to have those you know times of weakness. It's, it's okay. You're, you're not less than because you have a moment where you break. Amen. Amen. Most definitely. I love that. Love that. <coughs> Pardon me. Um, we have a video. We have a couple of videos up here. We have one um, a poem that you did that is called Faded, and we have one that's called Love Covers. So okay. which one would you like to introduce to the folks if they haven't had a chance to subscribe to your YouTube channel, which I do suggest y'all go and subscribe to her YouTube channel and check out her videos. So uh, which one would you like for us to play first? So the one that I would have you to play first is Love Covers, which is a piece that I wrote for um, The Gathering, which um, BRM is over. And um, so I wrote it for a concert that they had. So we can play that one first. All right. And for those of you that may not know who BRM is, BRM is another artist on Rapture Ready Productions. He's also the CEO of Rapture Ready Productions North. So, um, yeah, just to just to let y'all know that because they may just be like, BRM, who Shout is out that? To BRM. <laughs> Most definitely a hardest working brother. Boy, I'm telling you, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, yes, we're gonna... is. you have to know who he is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, we're about to jump into Love Covers, and after that, we'll talk a little bit about it, and we will be right back with more Poetic Goddess. Hold me as close as you would your child. Get to know me in ways that will cause you to offer up a smile. Lonely. Is this life if I can't feel your hand in mine? But slowly, we can change the world's view by displaying love done right. The body exists. It is lying there in wait for us to truly unite. So the question stands, how can you love God and not your brother? That is a worldly philosophy, which is why we have been set apart. Love them even if it breaks your heart, because it is commandment over emotion. 
It is commitment to the things that God has spoken. So I choose to die to self if it means living for you. Jesus is the bridge to the Father in between me and you. We, we must, must sit down, down our excuses, hatred, our pride. We must follow the example of Christ, knowing that we were strategically created differently. He saw beyond our races and religions and spoke to our needs. He broke bread with those called the least of you. And that is the standard that we should follow. But at times, we practice to thine own self be true. And that, that chain has to break because you need more than just you. Where two or three are gathered, God is there in the midst. Imagine the movement if we moved in togetherness, the healing that would captivate our land. I choose to stand with the chosen and fight for those still debating on answering the call. If one should fall, we reach out to help them. Just like his love, our prayers can cross lands to uplift them. Standing in the gap without a second thought, it should be hard to know that one is hurting and to not care at all because we are all united through Christ, held together by God. I'm not put off by what you look like, not turned off by your social class, not removed because the world brings up your past, not hardened because your walk doesn't mimic mine. We should honor what is right, love them all and let God separate and divide because a multitude of sin is not the only thing his love covers. Even though I've never met you, I still love you and respect I offer because we all belong to him, which means we belong to one another. All right, all right, all right. We are back. We are back. Man. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Well, first off, that was <laughs> phenomenal. I, I really enjoyed that. Um, second, <clears throat> I, I know that the thoughts and the writings and things come from God, you know, but are there any other sources that you get your pieces from? Um, yeah, so personal experience, um, just things that I see and witness out in the world, um, other poets that I listen to or um, have read, like I pull inspiration from all of those places. And um, with that particular poem, we were, um, well, I basically was asked to write a piece about, um, you know, us being united um, across the nations, races, you know, things of that sort. And really just um, at that time, just pulling on the things that had been happening in the media and it's like despite that you know when you're a believer and you're in christ no matter if i'm black and you're white or you know purple or what have you you know we've all been called under one covering and mm. it's like no matter what we should still love each other that that's the command like i'm supposed to love you the same way that i love myself and so just pulling from you know that word and the things that you know, the climate at the time. And it's like, I want people to know, despite everything that's going on, you know, we still serve a true and living God and he loves us and we should love one another as well. 
Amen. Amen. So uh, when someone comes to you, like with the gathering and BRM and them, they ask you to to write something. How long does it usually take and how long do you usually ask people to how much time do you need to to write something or it just depends on what they need or. Um, yeah, so it depends on. I would say it depends on when they say they need it by and also what they need. Normally, if somebody asks me to write something, I ask them, you know, what kind of timing am I looking at? Like, how much time do I have to perform? And that way, I already know that I need to set it up that I'm not going over, you know, a certain time frame. Um, but normally, if someone comes to me and asks me to write something, they normally have a date in mind. Um and it normally doesn't take me longer than maybe about a few days to write something. But um, what I've noticed with myself is that I'll write something. Maybe you come to me today, Orlando, and you say, hey, I need you to write me something for next Tuesday. And so I'll start writing on it that day or either the next day. And I'll probably have something all written out. I read it and I'm like, you know what? It's cool. But I feel like I can dig a little deeper. And so <laughs> a lot of times I end up scratching like my first initial poem that I write and then I'll write something else. But yeah, normally it doesn't take me longer than a few days to um to write something. Okay, awesome, awesome. So uh being the first uh poet signee to Rapture Ready Productions, how how has that changed your your life so far? You know, within the years that you've been on there, I mean, not say, not saying that you know you're you're a big superstar. I don't know. I don't live in New Orleans. Oh, maybe, you know, you may be a big superstar walking the streets. But how has that changed from you know just being an acquaintance with them to being a signee and putting out an album, you know, mm -hmm. with the label? So how has that you know changed your life? Um, I'm not a big superstar yet. <laughs> but um it definitely has changed my life um i've said this publicly and i've said it personally to um jay dunn shout out to my ceo jay dunn he's um, on here okay <laughs> but i've i've said this personally and also publicly um signing to rapture ready i found purpose and the reason why I say that is because so many things happened over the course of me um, signing. You know, a lot of things fell off. I ran into some situations where I was like, you know what? Um, am I really supposed to be doing this? Am I supposed to be <laughs> an artist? Because I'm like, why all this stuff is popping off in my life? I'm like, you know. I thought I was going to sign. It was going to be all good. And it literally ran into a pruning season. And so the reason why I say that I found purpose, because one, I ran into a pruning season, you know, I was on the boat, had to stay on the boat for a little while, then was trying to get off the boat and walk on water. And he was like, nope, not yet. I'm still preparing you. Um, but it's been so different. Um, I've grown my poetry has grown the way that I approach and write things is so different and it's because of the 
the purpose of me writing because I know that this is something that God has called me to do. Mm -hmm. um, and because I'm writing to actually give it to the world. You know, I've been writing for years. I've been writing since I was, I, I originally, our first interview, I said that I had been writing since I was 12. I had a conversation with my mom. I've been writing since before then. Um, I, she had some old stuff that I didn't even know she had. So <laughs> I've been writing for a long time, but it was always for me. It was more so of like for my eyes only, just kind of wanting to get some things out. Or you know, I'll write some cute little stuff for my mom for Mother's Day, you know, stuff like that. But God has pulled me into an area where it's like, I need you to come to the front of the class. You've mm. been in the back for so long. You have some things inside of you that you need to say that I need you to say, and the world needs to hear it. And so it's pressure because I'm being put on a different platform, but it's so rewarding at the same time because I'm getting to do what I already love yeah. and I'm getting to do it on behalf of God and just the feedback that I get. Even if I didn't get this feedback, I would still do it because I'm walking in obedience. Mm. But the feedback I get from people when they say, oh, that poem really touched me or that was beautiful or, you know, when is your album coming out? This is before, you know, I dropped anything. And it made me feel like I'm, I'm there. I'm doing something. You know, so to say that I'm not a superstar yet, <laughs> then just those instances make me feel like I'm one, but in such a positive way, because I'm like, I'm reaching the people that I'm supposed to reach. Yes. And this is prayerfully helping them and healing some places. And it's me telling my story most of the time. And so just having, you know, those kindred spirits in those moments um, just through my work, it's so rewarding. So I thank God for Rapture Ready. It was, it was totally a God thing. And my life has changed tremendously since. I signed that paperwork. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I'm not sure if you're seeing the comments, but uh, yeah, I okay, I okay. I just want to make sure. Hey, I just wanna... <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Outstanding. Um, yeah, because I know before you released your album and everything, I was wondering, was she or wasn't she going to do an album? So that mm -hmm. was a question that I had had for you but never asked you and never you know said anything because i've heard you on the other um features on other people's projects so mm -hmm. i was like wow okay i'm wondering if they're going to put out an ep or put out a full-length album or something of that nature you know um with you so i'm happy that they did um now we took a look at love covers now let the folks know a little bit about faded i understand that was something you know a subject matter that was really, you know, deeper, a little bit deeper, you know, um, for the everyday people, as far as for women and even some men. But let the folks know a little bit about that. Um, so with Faded, I wrote that in honor of Domestic Violence Month. And I want to say that was maybe like a year or two ago when I um wrote that poem and uploaded the video. And so um, it's really just about being in an abusive situation. And um, honestly, a testimony-ish in itself. I mean, 
you know, praise God, I'm still here and living. You know, the poem kind of doesn't go that way. But um, I have been in a situation where I've dealt with domestic violence. So I wrote from a place of experience, but also wrote from a place of just seeing and knowing other women that have dealt with it. And um, my hope and my desire with that piece that I wrote was like just to bring awareness, awareness to that, you know, things like this go on every day, but also to let women and men know, because there are men that, you know, deal with it too, that it's not okay, that it's not a situation that you should stay in. There's never a reason to stay and be abused. And I feel like I wanted to bring that awareness as well to the church. You know, a lot of times women get into situations and they have abusive partners. And from the church perspective, it's like you should stay in that marriage, like especially mm. if you should stay in that marriage because if you get divorced, you know, it's so much dishonor and you're dishonoring God. But I, in my heart of hearts, don't believe that God will want you to stay in a situation that could cost you your life. Amen. And that's just my personal opinion. I honestly do not believe that. Because like I said previously, you know, God loves us all and he wants us to love each other. He's not okay with his child being, you know, abused, whether it's physically, emotionally, you know, all the ways that people can experience abuse because it's not always, you know, someone hitting someone. But people, you know, degrade people and make them feel less than and really take blows to people's self-esteem. And so I really wanted to bring awareness to, to say, you know, speak out, get some help. Like I even typed that in, you know, the comment section or the description for the video like reach out. There's so many different, you know, places and people in place that are willing and want to help people get out of situations like that. Amen. Amen. But it's Definitely. also something you have to for yourself as well. Yes. Yes. I agree with you 100% on that. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, here's Faded by Poetic Goddess. So not to my conscience. Oh, how you spoke to my mental. If you capture the mind, the body will follow. Two, words plus one, that put my insecurities on the run. You spoke to the places in me that lie dormant, yet in need, like lungs need air to breathe. We gifted each other the fulfillment of joy as we planted seeds. Two arrows to my heart, and I feel the blissful part of this connection. The red flags look more like oversized heart-eyed emojis. What a facade. I was thinking that you just love hard, that the jealousy was your appreciation of me, not willing to share any part of me, turned isolation. Two slaps to my face, shocked followed by rage. Love doesn't behave this way. And now I'm plotting my getaway. Reasons on top of reasons, plans on top of plans. Staring at our child has me torn between, do I stay or should I run? The father in you made me stay. 
No doubt my spirit left that day because it was vexed by this mess that you oftentimes wrapped with a pretty bow and a note that read, Bay, I'm giving you my best. My nights became sleepless. The torment became worse. Backwards thinking in my playlist had me thinking that sometimes love hurts. Just stick it out through the pain. And if I keep showing you that I love you, then maybe you'll change. Two shots in the dark, and we severely depart, the connection lost. Silently praying for my child as my life slips away, the relationship replayed. The thoughts of leaving should have become action. And now it's too late. My life, though valuable, held too much value to you, yet in a twisted way. You took away my future experiences and the opportunities to ever be experienced. See, this is not a survivor's account, but yet an idea of love gone wrong. Love is many of things, but abuse is not one. Mm, 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 mm. I gotta give you some snaps on that one. I'm telling you, boy. Woo, that last line. I it like I've never seen it. Like I didn't write it. I haven't seen it for so long, but I'm sitting here like, wow. You know what? I was asking, I was about to ask you about that because I'm looking at your picture and I'm looking at you like you were intensely looking what? at it. Like, so what was going through your head watching this? Um, it it just drew me in because I felt like I was there in the situation watching every part play out. And um, I feel in this moment feel really good, kind of want to give myself a pat on the back, but not in a prideful way. But when I write, I attempt to write in a way that paints a picture. So that when you listen to it, you literally can go there like the movie starts to play in your head. And so that's kind of what happened to me. It's like I was drawn into a moment watching two people go through meeting and falling in love and thinking that, you know, it's something so great. And it's like, dum, 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 like <laughs> something <laughs> happens. And it's like, no, get out, get out. Almost like you're watching a movie. <laughs> so, right, right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Man, I wish I had another camera whereas I could show your reaction to you watching that because it was priceless. I'm telling you, everybody would have been like, what in the world? <laughs> but it was it was definitely priceless, man. I mean, it's I love the the video. I love the um, subject matter behind it and everything. I've known way more people than I should know that has been through, you know, domestic violence. And mm -hmm. that's and that right there should be an anthem for anybody. And the way you walked off on it, it was like, wow, okay, mic drop, let's, you know, let's go for real. So 
I'm definitely proud of you, and I've, I've always you. been proud of you as an artist and as a person, just period. So thank you, Orlando. Um, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Not a problem. Not a problem. Um, for everybody that's listening, everybody that's looking, if you don't already know this young lady, and if you don't already know that she has an album out, the name of the album is called Inadequate in Purpose, um, which right now I want you to explain that title. Okay, so inadequate in purpose basically means feeling like you are not prepared or equipped to walk in the purpose that God has called for your life. Mm. And that's that's really what that album, a part of what that album or either EP is about. Um, just really being in a place of feeling like, God, I know you called me to some things, but I'm not ready. Or I feel like almost like Moses. I don't even speak well, you know. So it's like, how you want me to go and speak to some people? But that EP has so many layers to it. Like that's my baby. I love it. I really do. Um, and and it just has so many layers to it. It's it's relatable. I feel like no matter what situation you're dealing with, you'll hear a track and say, I felt one of these emotions and that's basically the setup of the ep is you know the five stages of grief is how i wrote it and so it's literally going through those stages and then getting to acceptance and then i have the bonus tracks of course that feature um shika and his name Mm -hmm. Yeah, shout out to uh, Shika. Shout out to his name. He he popped into the into the chat. Shout out to my sister Sonia Dickerson. She's in there. So thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Um, and you know yourself, this wasn't even supposed to be put out live, but some just told me go ahead and put it on there. And because this was supposed to be a test. I mean, I've <laughs> never done a show like this before, and I, it was supposed to be a test. But you know, God knows what was supposed to happen. So. Um, hopefully somebody is watching it, listening to it, and they're they're picking up, you know, the positive vibes from you and um, understanding that, like you said, you don't have if you're within a relationship, and you know, is uh, physically or mentally abusing you. You need to get out, seek help. Do what Please. you need to do about that. Please. So don't stay somewhere where you don't you do not have to. That's definitely. Um, Ricardo, you definitely right, brother. Testimony. That's right. Testimony, you mean. <laughs> you are <laughs> absolutely correct. Um, so are you working on anything else right now? I know how Rapture Ready works. <laughs> so I understand that you cannot share, but so much. You're so right. I'm not going to get you in trouble. <laughs> get you in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, so I won't, you know, reveal too much, but I am, I actually am working on um, some videos for the EP. So I have one that's out that I released um, a while back and then kind of brought it back. So that's um, the first track and it's called Anger. So that video is out right now. Um, but outside of that, I'm working on some more videos for the EP, but I'm also working on something new for a single. So yeah. on the lookout for that. So yes, I've still been in the writer's den preparing some things and um really excited about the visuals though. So I'm not a big person when it comes to the camera, but you know, since <laughs> I'm just pulling it to the front anyway, I might as well get in front of y'all 
<laughs> I don't know why not. Let everybody but, see that yeah. smile. Let everybody see that smile. You're lighting up the whole screen and everything. So let everybody see it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, before I let you go, and I already, before anybody thinks I'm catching her on the spot, I am not. <laughs> I cleared it with her beforehand. So um, between any of the, any of the, um, poems on your album or just something that may be in your in your head would you like to share something on our way out um let's see anything that may be in my head oh now you kind of caught me on the spot with that <laughs> <laughs> um i have so much running around in there I don't really know. <laughs> before you before you before you jump into it one second, I love what uh Ricardo uh typed in emotional and uh, physiological abuse affects the men too. Head up but head out fellas before you catch a case. You <laughs> yeah. absolutely correct. Yes. Like this whole new thing of being with toxic people and apparently it's supposed to be like attractive or something that is not if they are toxic or you are please part ways so yes, nobody yes, yes. catching the case like ricardo said man they're right boy reading is fundamental boy i'm glad i knew that word so ricardo you <laughs> almost got me slipping there so <laughs> but uh yeah, so so you have anything or no? If you if you don't, that's fine. No, right. no, I don't have anything at the moment. Okay, that's fantastic. That's all right. We're gonna catch you. We're gonna get you. We're gonna get you on our um on our po on our full poetry show because I want to go ahead and start doing a a poetry a poetry show and everything. So yeah, definitely get you on that. So um. Let the folks know how they can reach out to you, how they can uh, purchase your album, uh, your email address, if they want to collab with you, all that good stuff. All right. So the easiest way to get in touch with me, to see, you know, information about me is raptureadyproductions.com. If you click on artists, you will see Poetic Goddess. I am there. Um, also on just about every social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, it's poetic goddess. As you see it on the screen, my Instagram is poetic underscore goddess. Of course, poetic is spelled with a three instead of an E. <laughs> um, <laughs> and also as far as getting inadequate and purpose, go get that. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. I promise you it will minister to you and bless you because it's still doing it for me um that is available on anywhere you can stream your music from so it's on apple music it's on spotify any streaming platform inadequate and purpose is available there and like i said if you want to get in touch with me though raptureadyproductions.com and i also have apparel there for inadequate and purpose as well on the raptureadyproductions website 
All right. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, so, yeah, we had to make sure we hit all those angles. Let the people know what you have out there, man. Yes, Definitely. Um, thank you all very much for listening in. Thank you all very much for the comments. Uh, thank you. We're humbled, both of us, man. We had an awesome time. Uh, thank you, sis, my sister, Sonia Dickerson, my, 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 my natural sister, my my sister, sister. <laughs> so uh, we had a great time, man. And hey, next time, I guess I'll say that every show is a test and maybe it'll turn out the same way, huh? <laughs> Hopefully so. Thank you again, Orlando, for having me on. I always enjoy our interviews. Thank you so much. And thank you for everybody that tuned in and commented. I appreciate the support. All right. Not a problem. Not a problem. We're going to end it off with a little snippet of the brand new single by Plain James, Jesus Saves. And uh, hey, we'll catch y'all back again right here on Rapture Ready. Ooh, excuse me. Yeah. Rapture Ready Productions and RYC Praise News. Man, got my mind all twisted, but it's all good. <laughs> we'll be right back, y'all. Jesus Saves. And I know that for a fact, man. I see it with my own two eyes. I experienced it. God is real, Jesus saves. It's for the ones that feel abandoned and rejected. For y'all, trying to find their purpose out here looking for directions. I know the going a hundred miles per hour with a bunch of questions. What is God saying to me? Did I miss the message? Hmm. Enemy attacking. You in need of protection. When the devil trying to keep you down and out the Lord's presence. Guilt, shame, and depression. Uh.